Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, this is uh, Michael Adams, and uh, I also have with me M.K. Davis, uh, Old Religion Dystopia Knowing versus Belief. We are on episode 16, part 16 of a conversation with M.K. Davis on cryptozoology, and it is it is still the 50th anniversary of the Patterson film, and M.K. has uh, revealed some new secrets and about the film that uh, I hope that we talk about. Um, so, but uh, me and MK were pretty busy last week, the 4th of July, and I would just like to wish everybody, who did, uh, I hope everybody had a happy 4th of July, and um, you had a great time with your family, and remembered all the good things about our life here, if you will. So, um MK, how are you doing? Uh, I know you said you're tired. Um, you were pretty busy week yourself, didn't you? Oh, yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks for me. Uh, you know, got uh, grandkids came down from Indiana, Indiana and visited with us and stayed here for the last couple of that's three weeks, I think. That's so, a long time. That's a long time. <laughs> Just about long the- enough. Uh, yeah, I imagine. Uh, I wish they, I wish they would turn around and come back. <laughs> you start getting you start getting used to them, huh? About the and oh, yeah, just, my dog, he, my dog adopted him. He wouldn't even go walking with me. He, 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 oh. he was he was all kids all the time. <laughs> That's great. And I I myself had a, a nice. Uh, uh, Fourth of July weekend, even though Fourth of July was yesterday, which would have been Tuesday, uh, we camped for I guess Friday through Tuesday. Friday it ended up raining the whole time, so uh, we actually, uh, you know, we went to a KOA, so it wasn't like you know, uh, I guess what other people I say is real camping, you know, really roughing it, but you know. It was for the children anyway, so hundreds of children there. Great Fourth of July, fireworks, lots of programs for them to do, lots of swimming, uh, water slide, all that kind of stuff. So, And uh, he had to interact with all sorts of children, so... And uh, had a bike parade and all that kind of stuff. So it's not exactly roughing it, but uh, I mean, for us it was because we actually slept in a tent. But most people were in campers. It was great, though, overall. So, but it really did tire me out, and it was tough. The day five. I'm glad I'm back. <laughs> I'm glad I'm back in my well, own. I'm glad. I'm glad to meet you. I'm glad to meet you. <laughs> I. I didn't think I was going to, be honest with you. I mean, my goodness, yesterday was pretty... Anyway, that's for another time and another... I was reading a book about the, about the Oregon Trail. 
Ah. Uh, 50,000 people in one year down the Oregon Trail uh, to Oregon, or you could branch off and go to California. That's right. And, yeah. uh, somebody, somebody actually built a covered wagon and rode the whole thing with mules. It's, most of it still exists. You know, there's places where it's been destroyed, but most of the ruts and stuff are still there from all those years ago. That's right. That's right. You know, it's just, uh, one of the things I've been reading to my son at night is uh, the story of, uh, quote-unquote, the Wild West. And um, so we've talked about the cowboys, about cattle rustlers, about outlaws, about the trail, about, you know, even the story of the one mother who, with a handcart with her children, single mother, pulled a, a handcart all the way to across the country and stuff like that. So, And, uh, you know, it's interesting. Once, once you got to the Oregon uh, past, uh, I guess the, or, or to the Rocky Mountains just past it, they would have to, um, it was so bad that they had to take the, the wagons apart, actually, literally haul them up the mountain piece by piece. Is that correct? Um, I haven't gotten to that part yet, but it seemed to me it was real weird because they, Encountered a lot of them encountered the river in flood, and by the time they got across, there was a whole bunch of them that drowned. And the men who lost their wives and the women who lost their husbands all married each other, and they kept right on. They they uh, spent three days celebrating the new weddings, and then by the time they got to California, they the the families were different. You know, they had different wives, different husbands. That's that's what I call obsession, you know. That's, that's why people say, "Well, you're obsessed with Bigfoot." So I, well, I guess you could call it that, but it's much rather mild compared to the people who are obsessed with going down the Oregon Trail. So <laughs> that's that's obsession. It takes a lot, yeah, obsession, a lot of wills, willpower. Uh, well, I mean, if things get bad enough where you are, good enough somewhere else. People get up and go. Right. Well, you know, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to the Oregon Trail and the Manifest Destiny and et cetera, et cetera, and all the other things and the motivations for many people. But uh, um, we're talking about Bigfoot today, so once again, and uh, uh, I would like to uh, us to talk, if you're willing to, um, your last three, you, you pumped out three videos, which is Quite interesting at the same time, <laughs> being a grandfather, as you must have uh, needed it. Uh, <laughs> but well, whatever. I, I kind of waited. I, you, you still think about those things. You know, oh, you yeah. got in mind what you want to say. I, 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 uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the stuff I've done, the work I had done years ago, you know, I, I just I brought it back to the fore during this. Uh, this anniversary season, you know, uh, I, I felt like that it needed to be presented currently in a current form, one after another, after another, after another, until people could see that they, they had every reason to rely on him for what it was. Uh, that so many people have torn down the film 
that, you know, if you, if you don't fight back, if you don't push back, then they'll have their way with you. And uh, I don't want to see that happen. Right. So, um, Let's talk about that. So you you had two you had three new videos out, and um, you know we've already talked about some of the um, sensational nonsense that they're offering up for the uh, 50th anniversary. At the same time, you've been doing some real research on the Patterson film and really revealing or, or bringing back to to light. <clears throat> Uh, of some of the, the image of this uh, creature, you know, it's fascinating how it's. Uh, needless to say, it's it's quite a bizarre thing to realize that um, fifty years ago it was the only time we ever had any film of this creature, and um, um, but that's all we got really to go by when it comes to visuals. I mean, there are some, I guess. Uh, uh, night vision stuff that's out there. There's a few other folks out there that are doing some things, and you know, a little. They look pretty, pretty decent. But um, as far as the Patterson film goes, is still the best we got. And that's the way it is. There's no getting around it. So, um, um, why don't we talk about this? Let's maybe we should start with. Uh, in chronological order, unless you want to go a different direction, we can start with the incredible details on the Patterson Bigfoot film um, that you did about four days ago. And this one is in particular is fascinating to me how you, um, through uh, your you know adjusting the the film and all that, you were able to demonstrate that. Um, well, the Patterson film, Patty, she's got breasts and memory glands. <laughs> can you, you walk us through that a little bit? By the way, folks, you can go in more detail and watch the visual part of it, if you will, back at a Green Wave 2010 FB. So it's uh, 2010 FB, Green Wave 2010 FB. And look up that. It's worth it's definitely worth your time. So with that, MK, uh, tell us a little more about your discovery of uh, what is clear. It's overwhelming at this point that uh, Patty really is a Patty. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that it's I hope that it's overwhelming because uh, you know, for a skeptic, nothing works. You know, but I'm not I'm not trying to reach out to on those skeptics. I'm trying to reach out to reasonable people. You know, uh, the, the Patterson film, everyone wants to give you a reason to doubt it, but very few people give you a reason to believe it. And there's plenty of reasons on the film to believe it. Uh, when the film is shown at its best quality and best presentation, then you see those things. You, you don't have to be, uh, you know, cajoled into believing it, you see it yourself. And, and and I hope that that's having that effect, and I continue to produce more of those videos as time goes by that help people, help people to, to put a little bit of a stock in this film. 
Right. Well, I mean, how did you uh, come to uh, really, I mean, because when you look at what you've been able to do, you mean you really brought back uh, the anatomy of uh, uh, the life. I mean, it must be interesting for, uh, all I can say is, you know, here's a, you're, you uh, kind of working on your own, doing your own thing. Well, I don't even say kind of, absolutely, you're, you're on your own doing your own thing, and uh, and um, basically you're able to stabilize uh, the film and to, through different techniques, you're able to actually uh, reveal some of the anatomy of uh, uh, Patty. Um, what motivated you to do that? What 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 was it that you saw? Because like the old film, it's kind of you know, and the, the, what people are used to the what what is out there for the masses uh, is. Uh, well, you know, it's kind of hard to distinguish whether it's a female or not. Well, it is if you have the lower quality versions of the film. It's very hard. Yeah. But if you get the better quality versions, then it's not so hard. So what motivated you to, to do that in particular, you know, going, you know, with, uh, well, yeah, I, you know, I, I think that if people see something they recognize, they're more likely to put stock in. Right. Um, you know, you see breath. The average person's going to say, well, why would a suit maker put breath on there when it's so much art? It could be done, but why do it? You know, it, it, the, the whole psyche of Bigfoot is always male. Bigfoot, they could make own male Bigfoot. Not so much anymore, but only because of Patterson, you know, you know he, once it became popular and they, you could see the breasts, yeah. You know. So, you know, one thing I noticed about the, her her breasts are very, they sag quite a bit, don't they? Wouldn't you say? I mean, they're kind of huge. I they're, mean, they're, they're heavy, long. They're heavy. I, you, you can do a little scientific look at the film, and, and within a few frames there, in a couple of steps, you can determine that they're, at least the the density of water. Um, <laughs> they 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 lag they lag behind. Uh, the step the, the step will turn up, and then they'll uh-huh. stay at the bottom. And then they'll then they'll come up, and then they'll stay at the top as the as the step goes down. It, it's a it's a it's a lag time there, and it it, it tells you that they're heavy. Right. I keep getting a phone call. My gosh. All right. <laughs> Hold on a second, will you? Uh, why don't you t- expand a little more on that, will you please? So, and I will listen. If I hope. Uh, sure. Well, you know, it's, it's uh, like, like so many things in life, you know, the breath are behave as breasts do. And, and also the other things, so, um, the muscles moving under the shoulder blade, the um, the, um, the the even the hair blows. There's about a eight to nine mile per hour wind blowing at the Patterson subject's back, and I have a clip that shows the hair on the back and the head hair blowing, uh, reacting to the wind. I mean that, that, that kind of thing. Uh, people see hoaxes and they're all they're hokey, they're stiff, they 
they only have in them what the hoaxer made and built into them. Um, so it's, it's different since night and day. Night and day. Night and day, that's for sure. I apologize. Two two phone calls, one from my that's right. son's mother and then my mother. Uh, you, th- what's going on is yesterday on the way back from camping, I had a really bad I have what's called relapsing remitting MS, just let you know, and everyone else. That means it comes and goes, and when I have uh, one of the problems is heat intolerance. So after five days of being out there playing in the sun, and although I was in the water, it probably was cooler where I was than most people around me. I just ended up having a bad relapse yesterday, and everyone was worried I was going to go to the hospital. All I needed was a little bit of rest and some, you know, uh, one thing I discovered after going to the hospital a couple of times in this past few years is that uh, basically all they're giving you is sugar water and uh, disturbing your sleep. So I asked them, my uh, uncle, and shout out to my uncle and um, my aunt, Aunt Bev, and Uncle Ron, and my mother for being there for me. Um, they they came up for the, the 4th of July holiday and anyways they came over and my uncle got me some Gatorade I asked him to and you know what it's interesting because that's all I needed was some electrolytes in me you know what I mean and some water and just be left alone for a couple hours and then I start feeling better but uh, when I have one of these relapses I can't walk or do anything everything just you know every stop, everything stops working everything shuts down so Anyways, they were all freaking out. And I said, you know what? I'm going through this for decades now. When are you guys going to realize? <laughs> Anyways, that's why people are calling because everyone's worried. In particular, my son's mother's worried because she wants, you know, obviously me to take care of him. So. <clears throat> okay. Anyways, I digress greatly there. Um, so, but the important thing is when you look at your research and if you look at how you um, – uh, broken down this this video, you can actually too. You can see the the muscle tone in the arms, the biceps, the shoulders, the um, the hips, the legs, and now now, and now the breast. Now the next one it would be. Uh, you also did a video where you revealed another amazing secret that most people don't know or didn't know. For some reason, somebody was doctoring up the video to um, hide. What was going on around the mouth region? Can we talk a little more about that? Yeah, I've known about it for a good good number of years. Uh, It's one of those things, you know, where a lot of what you see is just doctored up. It's frame 352. Uh Uh, The guy who, to me, illicitly, I call it stealing the rights. He stole the steel rights. he got Bob Gimlin to go to court and 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 win the rights, and then sell them to him for ten dollars. So essentially, they stole half of Mrs. Patterson's income, even though she was a widow and had three children. What a what a creep! Uh, <laughs> Gosh, how much? Kind of way, kind of way I see it. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, he gets he gets them, and then he. The moneymaker, the real most popular frame from the film, was public domain. It had been published in a newspaper right after the filming. So it went into the public domain, and he couldn't make any money off of it. So he decided that he was going to very slyly pay a man to alter that photograph 
until it was no longer representing the film, and then to, uh, sell it as a representation of the film. Uh, yeah. And you can tell the two, uh, he had hand, fingers drawn in, the, the hand that's behind, it's curled up like in a, to a fist, and he had them uncurl it and draw the fingers extended. And uh, then he had the mouth all had the mouth altered to where he airbrushed it closed, where it looked closed rather than open. And uh, he had film debris taken off. Uh, and then no. he went and had that he had that copyright. And so you can go down to Willow Creek at the China Flat Museum there, and they're selling the copyrighted version. A little bit of change goes to his sons, but it does not come from that film. So it's well, definitely a fraud. Yeah, well, these, first of all, i got a couple questions. First of all, you know, obviously they've had some kind of uh, software program, even way back then, where you could alter, uh, change film. Um, and, well, this uh, was done actually physically with, with airbrush. Um, it was done, in, I think, in 1980 hmm. <laughs> by, a man, by a man named Bruce Wayne Bott. What a name. Is that, you think that's his uh, real name, Bruce Wayne Martin? That, what a name. That just seems too bizarre. Bruce Wayne, like Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and right, right after that, Bruce Wayne Bonnie uh, the threatened to kill him, and he went into hiding. So you, you got to look at your, your low lots here. You know, they keep, they, they keep breaking new, uh, new ground in low lots. Right. Um, you know, to take a widow's uh, uh, income away like that without even batting an eye takes a special perk. Bob Gimlin was involved, but I think that Jehendon had something on Bob Gimlin regarding the film. So he was able to arm twist Bob. But huh. but but nevertheless, Bob don't have you don't have to give in to arm twist. That's why Bob Gimlin never showed up till 2003. When 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 DeHendon died, Bob Gimlin was at the next conference hmm. because Bob Gimlin, DeHendon will kill you if he's mad at you. He's, he's just that type of person. Well, that's not a very good person at all. My gosh, what well, kind of I mean, they, 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 they tend to lionize these people, you know. Uh, Nobody deserves to be lionized if they're not a lion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, it's, well, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> lionized if they're not a lion. You know, the thing is, a lot of people. Um, I'm, I'm discovering there's a lot of shady people in the Bigfoot world. A lot. Um, there's a lot of people who they're not who they say they are. You know, you look into them, they're totally different. Yeah. So you think that mostly this is just basically an opportunity to profiteer off the film? Oh yeah. Uh, do you think? Because well, the, the reason why I breathe, I, I I think that there could potentially be more to it than that. But who am I? I'm just an outsider looking in. So. Well, I mean that 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 that's a, that's that's a whole other ball game there. 
that they were talking about the film in its present form. Now I got to the to its present form and, and how it was prior involves a lot more. The the yeah. original film has never has never been shown. That is disturbing. You've never you've never seen it. Nobody's ever seen it. But they've never put it in a projector. Right. Um, what do you think the motivation was there for that? What do you What do you feel that is? Hey, well, you don't have to go down this road if you don't. If we go down any road that you're not comfortable with right now to deal with, MK, just let me know, okay? But um, well, I mean, what What would be the motivation to hide the true uh, uh, film and its extent, its its full extent from beginning to end? Um, what what you got? What you have? You watch the Patterson film being run, whether it's a poor quality or whether it's a high quality. What you're watching is fifty to sixty seconds. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Fifty yeah, to sitting. sixty seconds of a film of a Sasquatch. Well, that's that's not a, a full roll of film. Uh, the original film was much more. Right, uh, and you can you don't have to look at the, the current film very long before you realize it's an edited film. It's an edit, so it's a there was a lot more to the original, and 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 it was so much more, and such such was the nature of what was on it. They could not show it. They can only they can only make a, an edited version of it. Or not show it at all. In 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 the case of uh, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think they should show it or show it at all. I don't think we we should ever know about it. Uh, why why is that? That's interesting. Why would you say something like that? Why should we not know about it? Because of what happened and how they got filmed and and what it resulted in. We we see a very fantasized version of it. If you saw the original, you would be horrified. Um, that's that's why. Um, well, when you say being horrified, because um, I mean, it, uh, it, it's very it's it's very difficult to watch what was on that original film. I know I know one person at least that says they saw it and they could stand it. And they begged them to cut it off. Um, so you, you under, understand that that nothing nothing about that original story is true. If you can divorce yourself from that original story, then you might get a little bit of grasp of what I'm talking about. Uh, how they got that film and everything is is, is in no way occurred the way they said it did, and and they got it as a result of. I hate to use the word nefarious, because I don't know that there's any law against killing a Bigfoot, but uh, knowing what I know about the Patterson subject, it's it's your, the the degree of wrongness is going to vary. Right. Um, <laughs> if you shot dead a true giant. There would be nobody in this country who would ever hold that against you. 
But if you shot dead Patty or any Patty-like subjects in the Bug Creek area, it might be very different because they're not true giants. They're 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 uh, a hybrid breed. They're they're mixed blood, and the humanity that's there. You don't want to watch what they did to them and treated it like a, a cat squirrel or or a uh, you know something a deer you know ready to be dressed. Right, right, right. And, and you can't watch something that human like being done that way. Well, here's an so, interesting question that I'm going to throw at you, uh, and it's it's uh, kind of just taking it to a new level. But you tell me if there's any relevance to what I'm going to ask, and uh, at least we'll clear up this one thing. Uh, were there any humans that we, know, you know, what you and I, you know, us, human beings, were there any human beings involved that were killed? That you know of on the... The, the reason why I ask for I that is... Okay. Well, because the reason why I ask that is because there's a, uh, there was a lot of occult and satanic stuff going on in Northern California at the time. And I don't if there was any connection with it at all. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. It's awfully coincidental that it's all happened in the same year or time period, years, from basically to 1966 to 1968. And in that time period, a lot of weird stuff was going on in California and in Northern California in particular. There was a lot of uh, nefarious characters, period. Um, Monterey Pop Festival, or if it was uh, what was going on with the hippie movement and the, the hate Ashbury District, and you know, and uh, with uh, the Grateful Dead and uh, the psyops that was going on there too, and then you got the Church of Satan, and then you got all this other stuff. I mean, it's inevitable that uh, somebody like myself. Is going to be asking questions like this, so I just wondered if you knew. But I'm not, I'm not putting anything in. I'm not trying to put anything in people's heads per se, except to share with you. This is what's in my head, and I just wonder with uh, the fact that there um, there could be a connection somehow, some way. But well, I mean, you're not the first person to ever wonder that. The other angle I, that people wanted to know is due to the fact that there was violent protests. Uh, of these people coming in there and cutting the woods down in that sacred area to make a road and to make logging access, could it be possible that that any Native Americans lost their lives there? Ah, and all all of that is possible, but I don't speculation. It's just speculation on our part at this point. Yeah, there's no evidence. The only evidence yeah, we do well, have well, is that, is that yeah, they yeah. actually did take a picture of a living sentient being right. that, that is that's part that, human. That, that film, that film is, is absolutely one of the most important films. It, it is a wonderful piece of cinema. Uh, it, it is absolutely just marvelous. Um, Which I find and, interesting, and MK, because, you know, MK, when you look at that, um, uh, an awful lot of there's an awful lot of deception lies going on during that time period. And the irony of ironies, and of course it would work out this way, wouldn't it? That where the majority of the people in this world would say that the Patterson film was just some guy in a, in a suit 
but guys like yourself, gentlemen, you know, real researchers have actually spent the time to break it down. And, um, well, let me rephrase that. The only researcher that I know of was MK Davis, uh, who spent the time to really break down and at this film. And, uh, once again, I want to thank you for doing this because no one else is willing to do it or had the tenacity and the patience to do it. Uh, um, Publicly, I want to thank you for doing this because it is the only thing that we have to substantiate the re- reality that uh, these cre- these uh, beings live. And um, what would we have? People have other, other people have tried to make the case for the Vatican. Uh, I mean, they they they. Uh, I remember a fellow by the name of Jeff Glickman. Okay. They hired him. A, a scientific study group hired him. Paid him a good good wage to analyze the Patterson film and give them a, a, a an idea whether it was real or not. He he said that he estimated that the the weight of the Patterson subject was uh, over fourteen hundred pounds. And people immediately dismissed it. They immediately said, there's no way. Even Bigfoot is dismissed. But Bigfooters are looking at it from the viewpoint of a human being. Right. So what would a a human being weigh that's that size? You can't do that because it's not. It it is otherworldly heavy. And Jeff Littman was right. It was in excess of, of a thousand pounds. Uh, maybe he didn't get the height right. Maybe he got his, he over exaggerated the height. But it, it, he got the fact that it was heavier than it should be. He got well. You, you know, if you, if you look at some of the timber and the logs that are around it and the trees around it, and the fact that. Uh, you know, if you look at the film, that Patty is, you know, on the other side, primarily of the the dried river stream bed, or the river bed, whatever it is. <clears throat> and you compare it to uh, the size of the logs in front of her and behind her. The, uh, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, whatever it is, it, it had to be massive. You know what I mean? If, if it just, I have to, you put a human being behind those same uh, wood. I don't care if they're six foot four; they're not going to look like that. They're not going to look like that. They're going to be much smaller looking. And if they put them in a monkey suit, which what were they going to pay him for? You know, the guy who allegedly was the guy in the monkey suit. What were they going to pay him with? Got a bunch of just a bunch of con artists that had no money to begin with. <laughs> See, this is the whole thing. It's all the, the nefarious characters, and maybe that's what's necessary in order. To, it was necessary to actually capture this film, this uh, vital piece of footage. Was that she actually needed nefarious characters? Um, well, I, I, I don't call somebody. Roger Patterson may not have paid his bills, but I don't know if that qualifies him for being nefarious. Uh, he, he was like a lot of people. He had an American dream. 
Right. He wanted to he wanted to be an inventor. He wanted to do a lot of things. He tried his hands at rodeo riding. He tried his hands at acting. Uh, and when he got a big foot on film, he dropped all the other projects immediately. You know, he had a phone. You have to pay a monthly bill to have a phone. Last time I checked, <laughs> he had a phone because Al Hobson called him. You see what I mean? Uh, now, now, the first time I met Bob Gimlin, he spent about an hour and a half talking how, about how sorry Roger Patterson beated him out of this and that. And when I talked to Ms. Patterson, it was the total opposite. The Bob Gimlin was the one who was sorry. Uh, she said, she, she told me that when I asked her about, you know, the the rights and how, how Bob said he was, you know, they were stolen from him and he didn't get anything out of the film, nothing he was promised. She said that that he refused anything. He said he didn't want his name attached to the film. He said he wanted nothing to do with it. And don't even bother him. Don't even don't even call him and ask him any questions. You see, but as soon as he saw that Roger didn't go to jail, he thought everybody was going to jail. When when they didn't, then he began to regret saying what he said. So he starts a story up about about being cheated. But Roger Patterson didn't cheat him out of anything. He right. refused to go with Roger. Roger went on these live tours and they did reenactments. And he, he wouldn't even participate. They had they hired a, a an actor to play his part. You gotta you gotta understand, you know, what you're dealing with human beings. And human beings are not always good fellows. No, we're we're all but we're all if we're if we're honest, we're all selfish by nature, so Well also you you they they like a lot of them like to cover up their own misdeeds. That's right. That's right. And, and so I, I'm oh I'm not for or against anyone. But but I've been around a while and I can tell that this he took advantage of Roger Patterson's being dead to to smear him. Oh yeah. It's interesting that he also and, came and, so such a long time after the fact it was ridiculous. Well, he had the film. He had the when he went to court to get the rights to the film. They had it copyrighted under the new copyright law, which was 1978 forward. That means that it becomes the the property of the film taker at the moment that it's taken. You don't have to have a copyright insignia, but that's illegal because it was taken in '67. What was that? Uh, Eleven years earlier, under the old copyright law, where you had to have a copyrighted thing. You see the kind of uh, hootenanny stuff that's been done in kangaroo courts. <clears throat> you know, uh, it, it should never have been copyrighted at all because it had already been on tour. <laughs> it's been shown in so many public venues without a copyright insignia, 
they, they dodged that by having it copyrighted under the new law, which was illegal because that only, that only applies to things that were created after 1978. So hmm. you, you see, you see all those things. You, you see people just behaving badly. Uh, you, I see a, a widow that was run over, just run over, and with Bob Gimlin's assistance by a Canadian. Canadian ends up being—he's not who he says he is. He says he's a six-foot hunter that that makes uh, his basic salary from, from salvaging lead at a skeet range. Out of what? Well, who he really is at a skeet range, you know, where you shoot your shotguns at the play target. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> that's what he makes yeah, his living. That's, in. What he, that's, what, that's, what, that's what he said he did for a living, and he did do that. So. But it was a cover. Uh, he actually worked for the Canadian Forestry Service. They paid him a salary to hunt Bigfoot. In other words, he was the go- he's part of the government. He was a government agent. Well, if you want to call it that, I, I think that's part of it, isn't it? I would say so. <clears throat> that's why I say these people are not who they say they are, and they threaten to kill you. Who are they to threaten to kill anyone that's trying to figure them out? Someone who has got something to hide. That's who. If you've got nothing to hide, who cares if they figure it out, right? Well... I know this, that everybody that has something to hide also has a hide. And they can have their <laughs> hide worn out. <laughs> so anyways, you know, uh, back to this video that you just did, you know, about uh, uh, frame 352. Uh, it's fascinating work that you've done. I mean, really, folks, you need to spend the time. You know, there's an awful lot of stuff on the the Internet as far as Bigfoot world that's, you know, might be entertaining for you and help you pass your time away. But if you want to something or, you know, a head scratcher or something to really make you think, you ought to watch this one. Once again, it's this this second to the last one at this present date of, uh, you know, uh, 2017, uh, July 17th, uh, 2017. No, excuse me, July. What is today? The sixth, fifth, the fifth, July the fifth of two thousand seventeen, and it's called M.K. Davis discusses the incredible detail of frame three fifty two from the Patterson film, Bigfoot film, and uh, you also you, you discover that there's something going on with the hands and the mouth. How did you figure out about the mouth? I'm I'm I'm, I'm Really interested. In well, that. I was. There's, there's no no way to figure it out unless you have the original frame, and then you then you can see it. Uh, so I you, didn't know it until I got when I got the original frame from Mrs. Patterson. Then I saw what had been done to it. So kind uh, of a bummer, isn't it? Well, well, you know, most things that in life are, aren't they? So what's new with that? Uh, you know, but you look at this, and then you look at the mouth of uh, Patty's mouth here, uh, and you discovered what looks like teeth. And none of oh, those. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Re- I don't ever yeah. recall anything but it brought up bringing up teeth. This is you know a the great. Reason, the, 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 the reason why. 
The reason why they covered those teeth up is because of what they did and what they thought they might have been guilty of. Uh, those uh, human teeth and gorilla teeth are not anything alike. And when you set up, see a set of choppers out there that have big buck tooth on the front, kind of crisscross, that's human. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. They had every reason to be afraid of it. That's why I told you that the film would have been better off not ever being shown for them. For them, not for us, for them. Right, but fake that that little little man that sits on your shoulder and says, We should make a ton of dough out of this just kept on nagging and nagging. They try to figure out a way to do it. Edited it film, but they couldn't leave everything. You you would you would have to get everything out of it, you would have to just completely destroy it. And uh so just like a lot of things else, greed drove them to, to go ahead and release it like it was, and technology caught up X number of years later. Hmm. So, Patty looks like she has a couple buck teeth and a little crooked ones. She has like a big gap in between her well, teeth, too. This, you know, possibly, possibly a, a cleft palate. Uh, you gotta have to understand that she's of mixed blood. She's a uh, part human, part modern human, and part comedy. And there can be all kinds of genetic problems. That could possibly be a cleft palate. Somebody that's an expert on cleft palate needs to look at it. The 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 good version, not the painted version. Right, and and try to try to throw their their in, their opinions in there to help out figure that out. Hmm. Once you get, <clears throat> once you get the the film and it's in its most best form and its most presentable form, then that's when you call experts in. You, you don't call experts in when the film is all shaking green and you can't see them. Right. But you, you call you call them in when all that work is done. Then you call them in and just say, "What do you see?" And let them people look at it with their experts' opinions. Um, uh, it's uh, you're gonna have all kinds of physical problems in Sasquatchery when there's when there's a mating of humans and hominids, and 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 the, although the offspring is viable, it's not without problems. That's what I'm saying. Um, well, you know, it's just like uh, a lot of Europeans and Native Americans have uniquely different when they when they breed. I mean, I'm half I'm part Native American and part European, and well, it's a little it's a little different because both are modern humans. But yeah, Patty, but they still there's Patty, there's, there's still, there are there are uniquely genetic things that happen, and they know this. Everyone knows this. Uh, who does the research? I mean, I know for me personally, and you know, I got a. A Cherokee and a Chippewa in me, and in my family. Look, look at I got MS. My big brother's got Lyme disease. They pretty much act the same. Uh, I got my niece who had acidoria type two. She just died a couple of years ago at eighteen. I took care of her for about eight. The last, well, well, uh, 
from the time she was eight to about sixteen and before well, if, you, if, you, if you can if you can imagine that multiplied because a hominid is so so little it's archaic human right uh if you want to call it that uh humans modern humans haven't been around that long, but archaic humans you can find those you can find footprints in volcanic ash from sure one point three million years ago. Uh, it is unchanged, and, and what you see in the Paul Freeman film is an archaic hominid. And if that archaic hominid had his way and had enough human females, he would eventually get there. Because Absolutely. He did. <laughs> well, you know, if the offspring is going to be problematic, you know, it, it's going to be it's going to be strange. But it's going to have a whole lot more humanity than it did, and right. that's where you're looking at something in, along the lines of Zana from Russia. Zana could actually have children by men and did, but she wasn't full-blooded Yeti or full-blooded almost either. She was a half. So you see, you understand that that she had children that she washed off after being born. She washed them off in 35-degree water and killed them. Uh, right. It, what, what you're looking at with Patty is clearly not a normal human being. She's exceeding a 1,000 pounds. But it, she's clearly not what you see in the Paul Freeman video. Yeah, which is a true. And, and we're we're also talking about you know there's another thing too just to think about you know this 1967 uh, when this came out and so or was filmed in October and if you look at you know the way um, things were back then and the way uh, how film was governed and monitored and all that kind of stuff the film industry and. So breasts, I imagine there'd been a lot of more, even more people back then, 50 years ago, that would have been up in arms about seeing breasts and all these other things that you've been able to find. Um, That's interesting you say that, uh, Michael, because I showed it to a couple that that owned a a restaurant and and motel in Orleans, Louisiana, not not Louisiana, Orleans, California. that's right out, not far from Bluff Creek. Right. And they had worked for they had worked for Disneyland, and they had retired and bought that business. When I showed them that it, that stabilized version that showed the breasts and they were swinging, she says that they did a they did a project about Bigfoot and used the Patterson film, and it, it said if they had known that was on it, they would have never used. They would not have been allowed to use. No, they wouldn't be back then. But, you know, everything they were so. Into those... it, it was full. It, it was full frontal, and that that's totally against those. <laughs> well, you know, and I don't mean to laugh at it, but it is kind of silly. It's, a lot of things are silly in the way they are. You know, they, well, the, old, the, old, the only absurd, yeah, absurd, and you know, the only thing that makes sense is just about quote-unquote, mind control and manipulating people and uh, manipulating the public. But uh, 
So you look at these, you know, yeah. So now we know that it really is a uh, female uh, Bigfoot Sasquatch, and that, uh, uh, yeah, I, I. What would happen? I mean, back then, I mean, think about it. Fifty years ago, and you know, what would happen? Now, that's a good question. You know, like you said, you, you just mentioned that you have a uh, anecdotal evidence of that. You know, probably would. Now do you even be allowed if to be if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if, if you're hoaxing, you're creating a problem for yourself because you wouldn't be able to show the film. That's what I'm getting at. Exactly. The fact if you, if in other words, you would want to obviously have a male, uh, not a female, with boobs and breasts hanging out, and um, you just wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> it just would be more and more complication to do, uh, you know, more of an issue. And so, makes you wonder, you know, who were the people, uh, you know, obviously the government and uh, the folks that are in California and et cetera were willing to kind of mess things around a bit, you know. As you've been stabilizing this film, but certainly there's not only the original, but there's even, I'm sure there's others, similar quality of work that you've done by the government done the same thing and they probably just like well I realize that this is uh, probably there's no way this could be a suit that was looking awfully human like <clears throat> very 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 hairy human um, yeah that makes you that makes you wonder uh, what what do you uh, you know this is probably folks the best this is my opinion, whatever it's worth. It's probably not worth anything. In fact, I hope it isn't worth anything. I hope I'm proven wrong. But uh, 50 years later, this is the best that we still got. In fact, this is the best period that we got. of what Kay's been doing after the past few years of his own research or, or more. How many decades now have you been doing this? I've been doing it since... Uh... About the mid nineties. So we're talking two decades plus, and so uh, yeah. three decades really, if you're technical, about nineties to two thousands, two thousand tens. Okay, so um, or the teens, two thousand teens, whatever. Uh, you know, this is the best we got, folks. Now, if you want to go down the uh, portal, imaginary, you know. And, and of course you do what you want to do. No one's going to tell you what to do. And certainly I'm not. I'm sure MK, well, MK never does. He's famous for saying, I leave it up for your consideration. So he's not even trying to tell you what to think. But, um, uh, you know, this is the best that we got. Maybe we ought to start recognizing that this is the best that we got. And um, maybe we should do something more, a little bit about it. At least give some credit where credit's due. So what you know your, your latest one was just came out yesterday a day ago what's in store for Patterson Bigfoot film what do you think is in store tell us what you think's in store cuz this is a 50th anniversary and this is i mean like i said last time we were on i and, you know i brought up and i was the one talking most of the time most people don't want to even hear what i'm saying so but uh the fact of the matter is is that um 
you know, you have there's there's two camps now being formed. There's incredible work of folks like M.K. Davis, and then you can go down the uh, uh, what I like to call the woo, but I, you know, I think it's I think it's part of conditioning and culture creation. Myself, I think it's you shouldn't even be involved with it, even being part of this. You should just say, you know, it, you know, give me the facts. Where are the facts? Where's the evidence? Well, here's our evidence. We're looking right at it. We're looking at uh, uh, this, the work that guys, gentlemen like M.K. Davis, in particular M.K. Davis, is doing to reveal to us that um, at the bare minimum, the bare minimum, this is me talking now, not M.K., that at one time, 50 years ago, these creatures, these beings existed. Now, whether they not exist necessarily today in 2017, I don't know. Well, we do have opportunities with a few folks that are doing some some pretty good work uh, that are there's something going on down south at least, for sure. Uh, uh, I don't know though. I have this is what we do know. This is all. We, this is what we know. This is the definitive evidence that we have. And so, instead of going down this mystic uh, fable, this fairy tale that's just this is going to poison a, a rich history of Americana. Why don't we just go back to what we do have with 50 years ago, this film and what MK's done. So anyways, that's my opinion. It probably didn't mean anything. It probably ain't coherent. I don't know. But uh, as far as MK, what, what is it? Uh, what do you feel is it store for the Patterson film? Because this is what we got. This is it. This is what the powers that be are allowing us to have. You've done some great work to bring it back to life, but what? where do we go from here? You what now? Where do we go from the... Yeah. yeah where do we go from know, here regarding the, regarding the Patterson film? Yeah, the Patterson film and then and a big footery in, in general. You know. That's an interesting question. Uh, the Patterson film has more, it's, it's more room to grow, but only if more things come forward. If you know what I mean. It, there, there's the original version of the film. If it comes out, of course, you're going to be, you're going to be rocketed off into more detail. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, but if that, you know, it, it may slow down again. Yeah, when I when I first began my inquiry into the film, it was pretty much, uh, you know, languishing. It was not, not very much thought put in it at all. No one was requesting, you know, for documentaries or anything. It was widely considered to be a hoax, and that was that. I kind of revived it, and it's it's been doing a renaissance since then. And so now, now the next question, like you say, is what's next? Well, that's real interesting. There's some more that can be gotten out of the film that's there, but it would be really interesting if that if that master copy showed up. Oh, yeah, just imagine. Because the potential is that there's other films. I mean, the. Uh, the, the Paul Freeman video. I, I don't. I don't. I can't understate the importance of the Paul Freeman 
video as far as understanding what a Sasquatch is. It's a key to a door. People say, well, that can't be a Sasquatch. It don't look anything like Patty. Well, it's actually the opposite. <laughs> it, it is the closest thing to a Bigfoot. There is because it is a Bigfoot. Patty's not. Patty is a Sasquatch. They, they call a Sasquatch Indian. The Indians used to. Uh, a mixed blood. Something between uh, a hominid and a modern human. And in that area, probably has Chinese. Yeah. But hmm. you won't you won't ever know unless you had DNA to test it, but uh, it's likely that that's that it has Chinese in it. It's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, Chinese because there were ten thousand Chinese during the gold rush in that area, living in the woods. So you know, you just just do the numbers. Uh, if a if a if a hominid, a true giant, were there, and 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 suddenly there's ten thousand people there, and half of them are women. You you know, you do the numbers because they were kidnapping, and 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 all kinds of molestation were taking place with Native Americans, and and. If they were doing it to Native Americans, they probably did not stop whenever the Chinese showed up. So that's why you see mostly mixed bloods in that area. Uh, the Hoopas say there are no true giants left in that area. They're all mixed blood. Hmm. They're all mixed blood. That's interesting. Once again. Well, that's what they said. Hmm. So I mean, there's right. no mistake in a true giant. It, it, you look at him in the face, and you'll think you're looking at a gorilla. They have longer hair, too. Is that something? Is that another thing that qualifies them? Does he have like hair? Their hair coverage is better. They, they have better cover. You see, Patty, she's all patchy because uh-huh. she's not, she's not, a, she's not 100% true giant. You know, humans don't have a lot of hair, and if you get a mix in between, you get fatty. So you know, it's it's, uh, it's really interesting. It's very interesting. They they they've been digging up skulls for a couple of hundred years, and they said, "Well, this is our ancestor. This is somebody that's way back down the line." Well, what if that's not true? What, what if it's not way back then? What if it's just rare and occurs in the in the in all of these these rugged peaks and high places? Well, if you got a, a, a hominid in all of these rugged peaks and high places up and down the Pacific coast, you might end up with a book very similar to David Pilate's book. 411 Missing. 
the uh, the Native Americans in this country have said they have experienced 411 missing for hundreds and hundreds of years with hardly anyone listening. Well, no, of course not. They don't because the Europeans didn't care about them. So. <laughs> you know, they were. Well, lowest they're the lowest of the low. Right. They were just savages and animals. Why do they care about them? They just rodents. You know what I mean? Get rid of them. That's how that the attitude was towards the Native Americans. So, but the oligarchy. You, you start to get you, you start to get you, uh, Europeans going missing. They pay more attention. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's a. Uh, I don't know if you you put many crossword puzzles together, but not crossword, but. Interlocking jigsaw puzzles. Okay. Uh, and how, how, when the picture on the front of the box begins to form on the table, that it starts to get easier to find your bits. And that's the stage that Bigfoot is at right now, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's everything starting to come together very rapidly. I'm very comfortable right now. Well, what do you think about this 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 attitude of uh, everyone saying that? Not everyone, but a lot of folks are saying that there's they're all over the place. Yet, with such a claim, there should be more than one Patterson or uh, um. Oh gosh, what was the other film you just mentioned? I can't. I forgot his name again. Uh, not Peterson. Um, the True Giant video. Who's the film? The true true giant film that you were talking about earlier just slipped my mind. The the Paul Freeman video. Yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, So you got the Freeman, you got the Patterson film, you got a few other things. So, um, but basically, you know, you're hearing folks they're saying basically they're giving the impression that it's in every state of the union and just about every county there's a Bigfoot or Sasquatch. And maybe there is, but the, the question I have is, what do you think? I mean, what's outside of, uh, you know, suspect, you know, just basically people's stories, we don't really have anything else. I mean, we guess we do have some footprints and that kind of stuff. And there's some places like Ohio and where you live and in Texas and Oklahoma. I mean, but what is it that we, where are we at with this? Is it really every state in, in North America, the Union at least, and in Canada, that there's a Bigfoots, boogers, grassmen? I mean, where do you at with that? You, is there enough evidence in your mind to say that it is so? Well, it's enough evidence in my mind to say that it could be so. Um, <laughs> well, what, I, what, what I say is, is this, that you know as well as I do, uh, you've been around long enough, that the, the human human psychology of Bigfoot, uh, a person who never thought about Bigfoot before, never saw Bigfoot, but when he's thinking about it, he begins to see it. He begins to see evidence. See what I mean? Some of that's true. Some of it may not be true. It, it, can, it can have as much to do with uh, the condition of the mind and the conditioning of the mind. But all in all, the existence of Bigfoot is not a product of condition. It's a product of evidence. And so uh, it's like 
it's like when I was in astronomy, somebody would say, there's a new comet in the sky, and it's just barely visible. And the whole public would go out, and everybody would be swearing they're seeing it. And they'd be looking on the opposite end of the sky for it than it was. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? But they're conditions. You know, they know it's there. They've been told it's there. And and they see it uh, through the process of suggestion. Uh, so some of that, but what the mistake is, is to say that accounts for all of it. That, that's the mistake. And that's where uh, a flaming skeptic will do that. A flaming skeptic will say, that's all Bigfoot is. And, and they'll say, what about the film? And they talk. Well, what about the muscles? Uh, that they were two clever guys. Or they'll say, well, I don't see them. You know, they're like, if, if they say they don't see them, then they don't exist. Well, they, um, they had, they should be, they, all, all those guys involved, everyone should be multi-millionaires working for Hollywood. And so, or should have been, um, you know what I mean? You just don't, uh, yeah, they should if, if, if it had not looked so human, I'll been rich. <laughs> if, if they had killed, a, if they had killed a true giant, we've all been well. But they killed a Sasquatch. They didn't kill a true giant, and that's that's where the problem lies. So, yeah, there seems to be. Well, and you know, here's the other thing too. The government hasn't made it a secret at all. I mean, if you anybody that spends a little time doing a little bit of research on the government side of things in the mass media, television, radio, uh, they play they play it up too. They've taken advantage of the situation. They exploited it. And used it as a tool of, and and also just you know once again just whether it was just to profiteer financially or is it just to muddy the water and to do uh, mind control experiments and just do social and cultural creating creation experiments and all that with the Bigfoot. So you have this thing or Sasquatch where uh, you know. You know your local television once in a while will bring up once again a supposed supposed society, and basically make a mockery of the whole thing. So you know you're really you're pretty much if you're if you, you're, you're they make it so they made it so so if you really want to know the truth about what's going on out there in the forest and in the mountains and in the the areas where they're not really suitable for human habitation is basically um and even in your uh closer than home uh parks and forests and that kind of thing um if you really want to know the truth about it, you're going to have to go out and do it yourself uh you're going to have to do the research and um i don't know i just don't know where um it's it's you've done the, a masterful job. I appreciate it. once again, MK, for uh, keeping this one. Well, I've done, I've course. done a job. I don't know if it's masterful or not, but uh, you know, it's uh, yeah. It's, well, uh, considering that you're doing it on your own, it's your own penny and dime. It's your own resources. It's your own basically what you 
skills that you've honed. Uh, you're not being paid by the government. You're not being paid by all these other organizations to feed us a bunch of nonsense, right? I mean, you're doing this on your own. And it, it, I would call that being uh, masterful. I would. <laughs> I would put it in that category because, you know, um, you're, it's an authentic you're authentic researcher and you've figured it out. You've figured out that this one piece of evidence is real. We can count on this film and a story that what we see is not a guy in a monkey suit. It was a real sentient being, a real creature. Uh, what's going on today, I do not know. And most people who are interested in this subject have to also admit they do not know. They might believe, but they do not know. But it's pretty confident. I'm pretty confident in what you've done as far as the Patterson film. We can hold on to that and know that 50 years ago, there was at least one pod or a, a individual of what we call Sasquatch north of, north of California that were still around. Now, from what you've experienced in Northern California, what maybe your brothers experienced in California, what other people have, it's what I believe to be it is that they're still around. They're just not maybe in the numbers that they were at one time. I don't know that. I don't know any of that. That's the thing. I don't know anything. You know, nobody knows really much anything. And why is that? Well, the powers that be have made it so that you will never know, at least not in this present time, it's to their advantage that you will never know the absolute certainty of the whole story of this with Sasquatch and uh, the western part of the United States and boogers down south and the grassmen in Ohio and dogmen and giants up north, you know. Uh, and I'm sorry if anybody has been neglected if they're your own personal cryptid. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, then let me know, and let's go down that direction to help strengthen people's knowledge and certainty that the story goes beyond the Freeman footage and and the Patty. I mean, I've seen other things, and you and I've seen things. I think that Doug. You know, Randall, he's doing some interesting work. Uh, there's folks like him, but th nothing still compares to the two videos that we have, right? I mean, we got the one other one that in the swamp of, you know, digging up the, the bark. It looks pretty, like it could be legit. The problem is just the backside, so you never know. You know what I mean? It's just, you just never know. Um then the question is, you know, why would anybody even fake half the things that we're seeing outside of, you know, to get some attention, I guess, um, or government psyop that I don't see any other reason. So where are we at with all this 50 years? Because that's the more important thing. Where are we at as far as true research? Not, you know. You know, there might, there might be portals, but, you know, you're going to have to give me something better than a book and words on, on paper and um, drawings. You're just going to have to do something better than that. I mean, that's not that that can be supportive. 
to your argument, but I mean, that's not reality. You know, words on paper and drawings don't constitute a, the real thing. So, I don't know. Where do you see, where do you really see where we're at, man? Where are we going for here? Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean it's, 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 it's what it's always been. It's It's been people trying to get lucky. Uh, you, uh, if you hear about a Bigfoot sighting and it's fresh, you go straight to it. The odds of you getting good evidence go way up. If you wait two weeks, it's pretty low. You know what I mean? It, it, you're, looking, you're looking for a needle in a haystack. You're looking for a legend. So if, if, if the timing is important, you want to be as close to the occurrence as you possibly can. Because odds are it's not going to stay around. It's going to go. It'll go somewhere else. And then somewhere else. And then somewhere else. They they tried the surface of this earth almost constantly. If if they're not, they're sitting down probably in a cave or underground somewhere, or somewhere where human beings aren't. I mean, it's kind of like uh, well, this, this is one of the things I've been thinking about uh, with my garden out front. And those who want to see a little bit of what my garden looks like, you can just go to uh, the YouTube channel and look at the. Uh, Oh, the one thing there that you can see the little box there, whatever that is, which is the channel icon, which I always change consistently. So I show like some of the flowers in my front. Anyways, there's a wood, there's a woodchuck, and I see it, uh, you know, once or twice a week, and it, it dips by. And what happened here? Looks like MK dropped off. You still there, MK? Looks like MK dropped off. I don't know what's going on. He just lost his uh, his reception. But anyways, the uh, my point being is, is, hey, MK. How are you doing? He's talk about that. I don't know what happened. Well, it's modern technology. That's what happened. So. <laughs> it's not quite there yet. I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs> but my point, you know, I was trying to bring about this, wood, this woodchuck that's in the front is that I could have a camera there, and I could be staring at it for 24-7, waiting for it to show up. And eventually, I would get a, a, a photo. But we are talking about something that, you know, my front porch, and um, it would still take a lot of time and man hours in order to get just a, a fleeting glimpse of on the camera. And, and you know what I mean? So, well, we're talking about something that's even, you know, that's intelligent enough and, and elusive as uh, as a Sasquatch or Bigfoot is. Is going to even take more time than that. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, who has the time to sit around for, uh, you know, six months, six years, and, you know, and uh, waiting for that moment to happen? And when it finally does happen, how many times, is, you know, are you going to be ready for it to do anything about it? 
Now, the only thing I could say is that we do have uh, the technology that we do have our cell phones, so something should be happening a little more readily. Maybe it is, and we're just being too critical about things. Or maybe it, it, it um, maybe the problem is too with cell phones that they don't really have the they're not really good at long distance. They're just not any good. You know, longer the further certain ways so if a thing is fifty yards away, the images you're going to get it's just going to get more distant, distorted, and etc. So I don't know. One thing is, we do have the Patterson film, and what we do know is that uh, MK's done a lot of good work on that to really bring it to life and to discredit basically anybody's attempt to try to prove that it's a, it's somebody in a monkey suit. We do know that, for certain. That's something we, I could say, we at least I do. I, 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 I feel very confident in saying that. And... Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's what we have. So I mean, so anyways, uh, you know when they try to throw all this other stuff like Doctor J's and his, his nonsense, so he could sell a book, and all the the uh, co- you know the practice of cult of personalities and putting one person against another, and you know this personality against that personality. Mind you, none of that means anything. And the end of the day, my personality doesn't mean anything. MK's personality doesn't mean anything. What matters is the evidence, the facts on the ground, what we actually have to date. And um, a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people, they like to get wrapped up in the, the circus of life, you know, the um, and they want to belong to something, and they think that somehow by taking a side based on a personality, that... Uh, they're actually doing something, but all they're doing is just making themselves useful tools to be manipulated and taken advantage of. So I would say, you know, be as honest as you possibly can about the situation where you're at. And uh, a lot of people they have they have experiences. A lot of most of us don't, and most things in life. So with that, anything, any closing words? For this particular uh, episode, MK. No, I, I think that the the, the kind of a, the apex of all Bigfoot evidence is the Patterson film. This is the 50th anniversary. Give it its due. Get Patterson his due. Uh, Gimlin is one of the last people left from that event. Uh, we may never know. He may never say what exactly happened. I do know that his story is not true, but do I, does that affect the way I look at him? It. I never looked at him in any kind of way. That's the thing. I, you you look when you're when you're researching. You look for facts. If, if you are bound up emotionally with people, then people will get, will be able to put all kinds of things over on you. You don't. You don't let that happen. It, it's it's either here or there. I don't think worse of him. I don't think better of him. I don't. I don't. His story doesn't fit the facts. Uh, the Patterson film is a, one of the most marvelous, wonderful cinemas ever taken of anything wild or in the wild. Period. That is quite. It's quite shocking and quite revealing, isn't it? Of what the world. 
Just it, imagine what it must have been even a few hundred years ago. It, it's it's ambivalence. It's what it is. You're both attracted to it and repelled by it at the same time. And that's right. You can't take your eyes off of it. Well, thanks to, thanks to you, MK. That, 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 that is true. Uh, if it wasn't for a guy like you, it wouldn't be true. Most of us would be still, at least a guy like me, I would be like looking at that and going, ah, whatever. I mean, it could be this or that or the other. <laughs> Although when I was a child, I have to remember, I, I, I there's two, you know, uh, I guess back in the 70s, it was quite popular to get a picture of Bigfoot. You could write in, and you mail in and say, you know, I'd like to have a big a picture of Bigfoot or O.J. Simpson, his football, you know, in his glory days, and Buffalo Bills, and the, or whatever, you know, the moon landing, whatever. You can get something like that. So, But, uh, and I remember... Um, Either my big brother had it or I got it. One of the two of the, the, the you know, the the classic image that one still that everyone saw of Bigfoot, the one that was forged that most of us got. Um, and, uh, you know, you look at it and as a child, you, there was mystery and wonder about it. But then you hear all the, the confusing stories on the Internet and on television in particular causing great doubt and confusion and um hey for those who want an answer to the truth about this this video uh you're gonna have to go to a guy like mk and there's i can't think of anybody else out there you're gonna have to go to mk you're gonna have to look at his work (laughs) well i appreciate uh, that um and hopefully somebody will get something better one day maybe maybe uh michael will get something better Maybe, but in the meantime, I'm I'm hoping MK that we keep this series going. We're now this is part sixteen, and let's keep it going. We got lots of other things to talk about and list them, and we will certainly cross paths for the next few months. Hopefully, if we're still doing this uh, uh, about the fiftieth anniversary of the Patterson film. But this is a series about cryptozoologies, and you know, you and I have had some personal discussions off air and off recording of uh, many other things to talk about. So I'll be game to do that next week again. Sure. Awesome. So it'll be part 17. Maybe we'll start talking a little bit about uh, uh, the other anniversary of the Mothman that started last year and will continue the the sightings from 1966 to 1967. I believe it was November. I know. I never did send you the picture I had, did I? No, that'd be great if you I'll did. Send, I'll send that to you when I get when I get get off here. Okay, I will do. We'll do that. So once again, M.K. Davis. You can find his work, Green Wave, uh, 2010 FB, and also the Davis Report, WordPress.com. Don't forget to check it out. Just uh, not to say that I'm anything, but the best that I found so far is I'm gay. So 
maybe that's the reason why so many people might have a little bit of an issue with MK. Maybe just a little bit of jealousy. I don't know. That's my own opinion, not MK's. It's mine. So don't be throwing it at him. And, uh, I mean, that's one thing I also know. I'll just shut up. We'll talk about it another time. But anyways, <laughs> everyone have a great – I hope you had a great 4th of July weekend. And um, I hope you have – the rest of the summer is wonderful for you. Bye. Talk to you later. All right. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.